Good evening to you. It's uh, Monday, December 4th at 9.06 p.m. Your Purdue Boilermakers have just vanquished Fran and Sons, also known as the Iowa Hawkeyes, 87-68. to Purdue improves to 8-1 and one on the season. And uh, tonight they left no doubt. I'm going to talk to you guys about how they got there, what happened, what I saw, how I read it, how I interpreted the effort. But before I do that, I want to thank our friends at AJ's. Head over to AJ's on Vine next time you're on campus. Maybe you're there now uh, basking in the warm, glowing glow of Mackey Arena. As, uh, and you're probably being kicked out by now. I'm sure you're being kicked out. Head over to AJ's, though. Adam and Jake have room for you. They've got some food. They just called me and told me that. Uh, grab some mac and cheese bites or some pretzels and uh, sit in front of the television. Watch some, watch some basketball and football. Be a good evening. Uh, it's AJ's on Vine, eataj's.com. Also, if you need a sweatshirt or a t-shirt, I know who you should call. I know where you should go. You should go to homefieldapparel.com. Head over to Homefield, grab your favorite thing virtually, sweatshirt, t-shirt. They have a, a deal right now. I think it's uh, buy one, get one 50% off uh, of, a, of a staff pick uh, during basketball season. I think it's a lot of the retro stuff. Throw that in your cart. At the end of it, I'm not sure how the deals jibe, um, but at the end of it, enter Boiled23 at checkout. Get 15% off your first purchase. That's Homefield Apparel. Good folks. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, well, tonight, Purdue was uh, licking their wounds by the mighty, that were inflicted by the mighty Northwestern Wildcats just recently. Northwestern knocked Purdue out of the number one perch yet again. Uh, Purdue left in a position where um, had a bad taste in their mouth. Nothing like what I'm drinking. Delicious taste here. Had a bad taste in their mouth. There's no doubt, though. And you want to see a team that is filled with veterans who have been down this road, come out motivated, come out ready to go. I mean, it's not necessarily a formula for guaranteed success that a team's motivated that next game. Sometimes people come out flat because of a bit of a hangover. Not today for your Boilermakers. Uh, it was an incredible effort all, all the way across the board. Saw some awesome stuff. Saw Zach Eady just not – there was no equal to him. Obviously, that happens a lot on the court. But nobody was close to him. He looked like a um, like Superman. I think he only played for 25 minutes. Lance Jones, who didn't play great, didn't have a bunch of opportunity versus Northwestern due to foul trouble – um, he played incredibly well. He played like a kid uh, in the backyard. He was, uh, I think he hit a big three and he kind of skipped or jumped away after the three. He had another play, taking the ball out of bounds on the baseline, threw it uh, like, like you do when you're playing against your friends and they fall asleep. He threw it against the numbers on the back of an Iowa player, grabbed the self-pass and laid it in. He had a period of time to start the second half where I think he had I think it's eight or ten straight points by himself, and Purdue was shutting Iowa out at that time. Interesting stat sent to me by one of our friends at Iowa. Iowa had 24 points at the half. Purdue scored 24 points in the first six minutes and 30 seconds of the second half. That says it all. The game was literally out of reach. Um, there was no way Iowa was going to come back when Purdue was at full strength, and Purdue had all their starters out, I think, by the eight- or nine-minute mark in the second half. Maybe it was – I know, well, that's wrong. Jones went out like six-and-a-half minutes, something like that, six-something. 
but many of the starters were done at that 10 minute mark. Um, uh, Purdue didn't need to keep them in there. I mean, I saw lots of things that I, before even looking at the stats, I can tell you the, some of the things that were noteworthy or fun to watch. Some of the great things to see was TKR playing a brand of basketball that I think you want to see him playing, which is it's all predicated on his inner energy level, right? Him crashing the glass. Purdue's team was all over the boards, and the stats are not going to tell you the story about how good Purdue played, how much they dominated, simply because they called off the dogs so early. Matt Painter handled this with absolute class because Purdue could have beaten them by 40 points, it felt like. Um, not only was Purdue playing well, but they really broke Iowa's spirit, it felt like. I mean, Iowa started making really boneheaded plays, just throwing it to their bench after um, not, nothing was working for them on offense. And uh, Painter handled it with class, took a much higher road than I would have. Uh, but it's probably I'm not a college coach. Um, and uh, another fun thing that happened in the game, Fran McCaffrey got a tech early, somewhat early in the game, and it didn't mean a difference, right? Sometimes when, you, when a coach earns a technical foul, kind of as a shot in the arm, that team will react and they'll play an inspired brand of basketball. Not so much in this case. Today it was... Fran gets the the tech, you know, it was all the theatrics, all the um, silliness that Fran McCaffrey's known for, where he gets, oh, hold me back, hold me back, that whole bit. Um, and uh, he gets the tech, didn't matter. I, I was kind of hoping he'd get tossed, but he really, I mean, it's it was it was all a bit. I, I, I said on that Fran meter, he was only to about a six, because he looked mad, but he didn't. He, we've seen Fred where, uh, Fran where it looks like his head's going to pop off. It, it definitely wasn't one of those. Um, although I'm sure he was frustrated. Purdue had two or three um, possessions, definitely two possessions in a row, where they got three three-pointers shot and would make the last one of the three, obviously. Um, but that is back-breakingly frustrating for another coach to watch a team just continue to grab offensive boards and to extend a possession like that. We've been there as Purdue, like Purdue fans, but not, not, that might not happen too much. But Purdue absolutely dominated on the glass. Let's look at the stats together, if we will. Like I said, Purdue wins 87 to 68. Uh, Purdue is now eight and one on the season. If you uh, weren't paying attention to the polls, Purdue dropped from one to four. Um, like I said on Twitter, that's a really, really fair, very generous ranking for Purdue to only drop to four. And I know other teams lost, but Purdue lost to I think the worst team of the teams that lost uh, that were in the top five. Um, I really don't care about anybody else to tell you the truth about who, who's ranked where. So I can't really tell you who's – I think – well, actually, that's wrong. Arizona's number one, and Purdue gets to play Arizona, which is fun. Um, so um, let's, let's go through these stats real quick. Uh, Kaufman, Wren had uh, 10 points. Uh, Edie, 25 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 blocks in 25 minutes of play. That's, as you say, efficient. 24 minutes, I believe, not 25. I don't have it on this sheet. I read it someplace else. Uh, lawyer, 12 points. Solid game. He was uh, two for four from three. Um, Lance Jones, like I said, had a great time, had a fun game. 17 points, two assists, two steals in 17 minutes. Let me double check that. I'm going to make sure I'm right on that because I'm not sure about that. 18 minutes. There we go. So Edie played 24 minutes. Jones played 18 minutes. First played 18 minutes. Morton played a lot. He played 25 minutes, so no Purdue played over 25 minutes. Uh, Braden Smith played 25 minutes. In his 25 minutes, he had 
just two points, so wasn't looking for a shot really at all. He is one for four from the field. He had six rebounds, eight assists, and quite a different night from the night. Just one turnover. Very solid, steady, high effort. Like I said, everybody had high effort. Gillis was playing really well before he rolled his ankle. I don't think he came back in after that. That was at about the, what, 12-minute, 13-minute mark in the second half. Rolled it just during a back pedal, uh, went over Edie's foot. I actually broke my ankle that way, not in a back pedal. I went for a rebound because I'm short, and I landed on somebody's foot, and I cracked my ankle, broke it, fractured it. Um, so whenever I see somebody do that, I don't know if you have this reaction or anything. When I see that type of injury, I can, like, feel it, and it makes me a little sick at my stomach. So I think Gillis will be fine because he's a lot tougher guy than me. Um, but he rolled it pretty severely. Um, it's no fun to see that. Um, like I said, Kaufman Wren, 23 minutes. Uh, Heidi played for 14 minutes. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, Waddell got in for a minute. Berg got in for a minute. I think he, he did not score. And I think that's it. I think I could win over everybody. Pretty quick box score to read. Um, pretty easy to read that type of effort. Um, but uh, it's great to see. It's great to see Purdue react that way. I watched... Um, uh, sleepers today, the guys on the, on, on YouTube and they, um, he actually, he picked, he picked Purdue. He thought Purdue won by 25. Well, he was wrong. Purdue only wins by 19, but the reason they win by 19, of course, cause, uh, Maddie just called the, caught the dogs off. He did. He was extremely merciful. Let's uh, see what you guys have to say about it. Mohill 93 says boiler up. Good to see you. Mohill. Ben Cotton, hello from the drive home from Mackey. What a fun night. Yep. Ben, uh, I believe, is a full season ticket holder. And I got to tell you, that's uh, I, I've been a full season ticket holder. I'm not now. I don't know if it's because I'm old. I appreciate Ben's effort. I appreciate all you guys who go there. Um, but honestly, in the winter, it is hard to get to every game. So Ben's a beast. Um, uh, Boiler Bro 82 says BTFU. Uh, Ed Albanese. Great game. Uh, wish we would have brought it against Northwestern. Yeah, I, it's one of those things you got to – I said this last year a lot, and I'll say it now, is you don't really know how much a loss is worth until you look at it over a you know a month later, right? You see what did that loss do to that team. Losses aren't always bad. Um, I think losing to Northwestern was bad because the fact that they had gotten beaten by Northwestern the previous year in a similar situation. That's what bothered me so much, and the fact that they could not stop one guy over and over and over from making a difference. They couldn't stop their guards. Let's be real honest. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't just Bowie, but Bowie was the catalyst that made everything go. And um, but that was frustrating. It's, I mean, if you came here for an uplifting post game, I apologize to that uh, after the Northwestern game. It's not always going to be that way with me. Um, but uh, today. Rosier things. Uh, Preston Bannock, boiler up. Uh, Ed Albany says, boys, can't wait. I'm going to the game against Bama. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, that'll be a fun one. Uh, that's up in Toronto, right, Ed? I think that's the game in Toronto. So you got Indy uh, in Arizona, or Arizona and Indy, pardon me, and then Alabama and Toronto. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun couple weeks here for Purdue. I don't think there's anything, like, at this point, like, you know, some teams, like last year, we were every game you go, you were saying, okay, what are we going to learn about this team? I think we know what we know about this team. I think the big thing, we, I guess if we're going to learn anything, it's what are they learning? What are they getting better at? How, what are they doing? I keep saying, look for mid-January, early February to what this team looks like. Are they gassed? 
Are they demotivated or are they getting better? Are guys starting to contribute more? One key thing we saw tonight, Colvin played, and I don't think I even mentioned him. I apologize. Colvin, um, Colvin played 14 minutes tonight, had four points, and his shot was not on. Uh, he, had a, he had a nice, easy baseline dunk. Good read, by the way. Um, he didn't go up and do anything fancy, which he had plenty of time to do it because it was not, it was not defended well. Um, but games like that where you get to see Colvin and Heidi a lot, I think those might be extremely important as we get to March and uh, late February. Because I think those guys are going to be extremely important for Purdue to have that other gear. Obviously, Jones, the ability to to slice up a defense and change pace like he did tonight and play with a with a speed and abandon that um, a lot of other teams uh, will have a hard time matching, especially down the stretch. That's a big deal. But I, I don't know if I said this to you guys. I thought of this. Uh, Lance Jones is Purdue's Lance Stevenson. Okay, and Pacers fans love Lance Stevenson. Because of his energy, the fact that he was, uh, he seemed like he was always having a good time. Um, but he also, you had some things come in that you're like, oh, don't take that shot. And so that's kind of take the good with the bad. You're not going to rewrite a guy's uh, habits who's who's a not a not a young man. Jones is an older guy. He's 24, right? 23. You're not going to completely change him, but um, you take the good with the bad. The other night, I, I hate. I mean, and that's something they used to say for the Pacers, good Lance, bad Lance. I don't think it was anything by effort. A lot of, a lot of times with, with the Pacers, it's a little different because they play a billion games in the uh, in the NBA season, and you can't really afford to have a game where a guy is just not tuned in. Um, but that wasn't the deal with Jones. It wasn't that he wasn't tuned in. It just uh, wasn't his night. Wasn't for lack of trying. I mean, that, that one foul that uh, Bowie uh, earned – where Stevenson's or Stevenson, where Jones is coming up the court, uh, that is not a defensive foul. It's an offensive foul, but the ref gave his fifth foul to him on that play, and that mattered. So, uh, need to be in verse says any word on Mason's ankle? I don't have anything yet. Um, I haven't heard anything. I didn't watch any post game. Honestly, I poured myself a bourbon, started editing, looking for photos, getting the getting the. Um, the YouTube feed ready to go, and then I jumped right on. So I, I'm sorry, I don't have more information. Generally, I try to get on quickly, honestly, just because of the way I feel. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Mohan93 says, just about to come home, uh, to get home. Nice to come home, relaxing instead of stressing. No kidding. No kidding. I love it. I love the feeling of um, just kind of being able to take a breath for a game. Um, I, I would much rather see Purdue just roll through the season. I'll be real honest. I mean, challenges are important, but, man, I wish there was a formula to tell you with the things that were going to prepare them that were going to lead directly to success in March, but I don't have it. Because last year they did a lot of those things where you thought, okay, at least they're somewhat battle-tested. Um, but there is no formula. Um, you just need guys to understand the importance of the moment and have somebody make shots. It was that simple last March. Um, let's see, Jim Arvin, uh, the positives of losing from turn uh, from turnovers, the entire team was dialed in. Yeah. Uh, so, Jim, that's one thing I, I, I wanted to talk about. That you can compare and contrast this game with the last one. I didn't talk about a couple bigger overarching themes, and I apologize for going back. But 
One thing is uh, Purdue didn't hit their free throws very well tonight. They actually were better versus Northwestern. They hit 75% of their free throws versus Northwestern. Tonight, 68%. If you want to get nitpicky, there's the place. Get nitpicky there because that is really not tainted by the guys coming off the bench. That was straight up mostly starters, except for Gillis, who was 4 for 4 from the line. Um, Kaufman missed two. Purdue really didn't go to the line all that much. First miss one. Yeah, very unusual uh, game for Purdue. They weren't at the free throw line all that much. Edie went 7 for 9. Solid there. Um, Purdue only uh, was 32% from three. Uh, so to railroad a team like that and not not completely be on the shoulders of the three, it really wasn't on the three. It was If, if I was going to pick one theme that won Purdue the game, it's absolutely the rebounding. And then if you look at the rebounding, it was much closer than, than in the stat sheet than it actually was. It was 41 to 35 here on the stat sheet, but that is not an accurate... That, that number is not indicative of how much Purdue dominated on the glass. And I think a lot of that comes to Purdue shelving so many guys so early in the game. Um, let's see. Get back to you guys. Um, uh, Boilerman says, Fran hit a simulated Francon 2, got a test system. Okay, so, yes, I think what you're saying is he was just going through the motions. I think that's true. I don't think it was a full Francon 2. I say he was a 6. I'm telling you, I think he was not that boiling. I just don't think he was that mad. But it was a simulation, and it was it was good. You gotta get the systems ready to go. It's true. Boilermaker sixty three. Even without the radio announcer saying it, I could tell from the crowd cheering it. It was Fran. It was a Fran technical. What a clown! Yeah, you could. I'm sure you could hear it in the crowd. Another good news for the for the folks in Mackey. Uh, free chicken. Uh, two missed free throws. I think in the first half. And so Slim Chickens gives away a free chicken sandwich for if you have a ticket. That's pretty awesome. If you haven't had Slim Chickens, they're pretty good. And they are not a sponsor by any means. I just went there one time. I liked it. Uh, Tom Headington says, Jones and Fletch played well. Probably should have kept uh, should keep them in the starting lineup. Yeah, I, I was surprised to see the T, uh, TKR starting lineup again. I don't get it, but whatever. Um, it's, not, it's not a lineup that's in very long. It's usually seven or eight minutes that that lineup's in. And I can understand some of the good things about that lineup. It draws fouls. It gets guys beaten up early. I get all that, and I know TKR is a scorer. But I think he's, I mean, just the nature of his game right now, because he's not very polished, but he is a very high-energy guy. He is very strong. And the other thing I see, just glimpses of amazing stuff from first, his role right now, he comes in and he injects athleticism in that post right away. He's so quick with the ball. He had a right-to-left drive today where he put the ball on the floor. He's left-handed. Put the ball on the third floor with his left, drove right around. I think he missed the layup. But his quickness with the ball is pretty noteworthy. And I think it's kind of taken for granted by Purdue fans how much of a good athlete Caleb First is. Um, but TKR... He's just a he's a beast. He's a big, strong guy. He had one rebound tonight where he was under the glass, had great position, blocked the guy out, grabbed the ball with one arm, ripped it down. Um, I think he's he's extremely important, but I don't like him as a starter still. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm with everybody who's on that one. Jack Leonard twenty two says, Hey, longtime listener, first time caller. Yeah, not first time caller. How many times has Fran been to the second week in the NCAA tournament? Uh, he's, I think he's going to hang up and listen. Jekyll in 62. Uh, Fran has been to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament zero times, and my friend Jay Money told me that, Jekyll in 22. Um, yeah, so in case you wonder, uh, Fran McCaffrey has never been to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament, and that's one of Jay's favorite things to talk about, and it's very funny, and he's right to talk about it uh, as much as he can. It's ridiculous. If you ever want to 
talk about friends coaching chops. That's a good, that's a very good point. Brock Stepler said, I'm sorry I died laughing seeing the title boiler up. Uh, yeah, the Fran and Sons thing, I'm glad it, uh, I started, I said that on Twitter twice tonight and people said it, it reminds them of a contractor that's going to, going to rip you off. And I'd say many Iowa fans probably feel ripped off, but they're used to, uh, Iowa's offense on in football. And so I would say many of them do feel ripped off. Ron Gable, my pals here says, uh, good comp on Lan on the Lances. I can see it. Uh, let's just hope Jones isn't blowing in any opponent's ears. I haven't seen that part of uh, Lance Jones yet, right? That was Lance Stevenson. Uh, that's Lance being Lance, right? Uh, and uh, but I do say Lance Lance Jones knows how to get into people's head. I, I believe that when you're that good of a defender, I believe that. Um, ben Cotton, I'm going to go back up here. Says weirdest stat of the game: Fran got down 30 without calling a timeout. That is a very weird stat. That's very weird. Um, I think Fran wanted to get out of there, right? I think he was ready to just go home. Um, let's see. Patrick Gottschall says, uh, great response tonight. Active offense, crashing the boards. Most importantly, the press. No problem. Yeah, that's a darn good point. Gosh, I love going back and reading you guys, what you guys have to say most of the time. I'm just kidding. I mean, generally it's good, but that's a great point. I didn't talk about the press. Iowa threw the press at Purdue for about, what, seven minutes, six minutes, and Purdue had no issues with it. Maybe it's lower. Maybe it's four or five. But it was like it didn't matter. And Peyton has always said he wants teams to press them because it wears them out and puts them out of position. And I think on two of those possessions that I remember, there was like a cheap foul at the end of it. If you handle the press well, which Purdue handled it brilliantly tonight, and if you've watched Purdue and Iowa a long time, you know that's not always the case. Purdue handled Iowa's press with no problem. It didn't bring Iowa back in the game. In fact, I think Purdue's lead grew during that period. Pretty awesome the way Purdue handled themselves all together tonight. Ted Berkey, usually Ted's first. I don't know what he's doing way down here. Ted Berkey, how long will that clown stay at Iowa? I think he'll stay as long as he wants to. It feels to me like Iowa doesn't have any, hasn't warmed up his seat at all. So, but I mean, they beat Purdue in the Big Ten Championship in the tournament. It was that two years ago? So, keep doing that every couple of years, beat Purdue in the Big Ten Tournament. And you get to stay as long as you can and lose in the first week in the NCAA tournament. John Harrell says, last uh, year, Purdue, number three, beat Iowa 87-73. This year, they went 87-68. So, um, so we're talking about parallels. Um, yeah, that's pretty damn close. The um, This year, it was more of a thrashing. We agree, John? Um, uh, John is another good friend of mine. Now, I'm, I'm starting to believe that it's just my pals are coming in and listening to me and, and bolstering the stats. But whatever it is, I appreciate all you guys being here. Um, MHC way up top says uh, Phoenix for Heisman. Yeah, Phoenix is huge. Um, he's he's the biggest story, if you ask me, in college football. Um, let's see. Mr. Matt, DSM, I can expect good things here. I haven't even read this. Let's see how this goes. Uh, Fran has nothing to worry about. Iowa fans only care about women's basketball. Yeah, they've got a very good shooting guard, right? Is that what she is? I don't know. I don't want follow. I don't follow women's basketball all that closely. So, well, uh, I do appreciate everyone tuning in. I appreciate Purdue absolutely kicking Iowa's ass more than that. I'll be real honest. I just love games like that, and I love evenings like this. Uh, once again, Purdue has improved to eight and one after beating Iowa, eighty-seven to sixty-eight. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Thanks to uh, Homefield Apparel. Thanks to AJ's. Thank you again for listening or watching. Do appreciate it. Hammer down. God bless you. We'll see you soon.